This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. The views expressed by guests on this program do not necessarily represent the views of the host or owners of the Doggy Diva Show and do not necessarily constitute endorsement of products. Medical information discussed by guests on this program are those of the guests and is only for informational purposes and should not replace medical advice by your local veterinarian professional. Hi, this is Susan Marie from the Doggy Diva Show. This week, dogs and arthritis... And winter safety tips for your pets. That's what's on our show this week. Let's get started. Hey, did you hear that? What is that? It's the bark heard round the world. The Doggy Diva Show. Here's national award-winning author and animal advocate, Susan Marie. Welcome to the Doggy Diva Show, the show for animal lovers. I'm your host, Susan Marie, and as always, I'm joined by my canine co-hosts, the Doggy Divas themselves, Francesca, Coco, and our newest little diva, Miss Olive. Miss Olive is the cute little Italian greyhound rescue in the picture with the microphone. Thank you for joining us today as we bring the experts in the pet and animal world right to you. Contact us at thedoggydiva.com. That's the D-O-G-G-Y-D-I-V-A.com. We love hearing from you. So go grab a cup of coffee and your pet's favorite treat, and we'll be back in just a moment. Here's an alarming statistic. More than two-thirds of dogs and cats have oral health disease by the age of three, and one of the indicators is bad breath. Do your pets have a healthy mouth? Do you cringe when it's time for a kiss or a snuggle? Let's get to the cause. Harmful bacteria in their mouth. And bad breath is just the start. The bad bacteria cause tartar and oral disease, which can lead to serious overall health problems. It's critical to make sure your pet's oral health is the best it can be, as good dental health is key to optimizing their overall health. Now, good news. It's easy and affordable to improve their oral health with ProBiora Pet. Just one scoop of this dental care probiotic mixed into their food daily floods the mouth with positive bacteria, which crowds out the bad. This means better oral health and fresher breath. ProBiora Pet is an all-natural dental care probiotic. It's odor and taste-free, so your pets will still enjoy their chow. We want to keep your pets healthy. During National Pet Oral Health Month, our listeners can save 10%. Go to ProBiorapet.com and use PLR10 at checkout. That's ProBiorapet.com. Use PLR10 at checkout to save 10%. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the Doggy Diva Show. I have with me today Monica Layton, president of Professional Pet Sitting. And Monica, you know, sometimes with our dogs as they get older and even as they're kind of like in middle age, we start to see things that might make us a little worried about the way they are acting. Can you explain a little bit about that? You know, they may be a little slowed down, maybe a little, I don't know, not not what they used to be. Absolutely. So many pet owners may not realize that canine arthritis can come on at any age. We have our older pets that can get arthritis. 
but in some of our larger breed dogs, they can actually get it a little earlier in age as well. Um, so that's why it's really important for pet owners to kind of be able to notice the signs and have help identifying whether that's something that's a normal activity level for that age or if they may be having some uncomfortableness or pain due to arthritic conditions. So they came out with a new educational tool online for pet owners that I want to share with everybody because it's it's a really, really great tool. So it's um, called RethinkOA.com. And it tells you like how canine osteoarthritis affects the dog's joints, um, the early signs of the disease. And also it helps you identify what treatment options may be available to you to slow its progression. So it's not in regard to any one specific product, any one specific thing. It just gives you tips and tricks and lets you know when you should think about contacting your veterinarian. So if you go to the site, it's um, www.rethinkoa.com. And when you get there, it talks about basic information on arthritis, whether it's too much play or whether it's a sign of some arthritic issues. And it actually has a quiz that you can take at home for your dog. Um, there's no charge. It's a free website. And you just take the little quiz and it asks different questions in regards to your pet's mobility. Um, for example, when you get in there, like how easily does your dog jump into the car or onto your bed or onto a couch, things of that nature. And it gives you, it'll calculate so many points for each item. So like one of the other questions is when you and your dog are walking, um, does your dog walk like close to you, behind you, beside you, in front of you, things of that nature, because they can test how far a dog's joints are pushed by the movements it makes. At the end of the quiz, when you go through your seven questions, it'll actually give you directives onto your level of pet's arthritis. So they can say, at this level, you're fine. You shouldn't need to take any other additional action. Um, however, if you're seeing something happen more in the future, then it's time to go in. Um, or it may say, hey, this level... You should really be checking in with your veterinarian um, to at least get on some kind of joint supplement or um, have an x-ray done to look for hip issues or this or that, whatever the test describes you as. So and it'll tell you like your risk level. Um, so it goes up to 19 points. It'll tell you you're at a mid-level, you're at a high level, and what kind of signs you should be really looking for and what the arthritis can be doing to the pet at that level. Wow, that's pretty interesting and pretty informative. Can you just give out the website one more time? And I also want to ask, should we bring the, the answers to the questions with us to the vet so that it helps our vet to know what's going on and what we observed? Because it's kind of like a guide almost to what we're observing. Absolutely. So the website is Rethink oa.com so r-e-t-h-i-n-k-o-a.com 
And it'll definitely mention to you that you should be checking with your veterinarian at your next appointment with what it's saying. Wow, that's really helpful. That's a great guide. Is there anything like working with our veterinarian that you see in your profession? I mean, you work with the dogs all the time. How this, I know it can't ever be totally cured, but to help to alleviate the symptoms. Absolutely. So that's the main thing. Arthritis, arthritis is tricky because it's not like you're going to go backwards in time. You know what I mean? If you start supplements for arthritis, it's not that it's going to stop the problem. You're just going to try to slow the progression. So that's why it's really important, especially with certain breeds and our like larger breed pets are more active pets. They're having more friction on those joints from day to day, normal play, um, just the size overweight pets. You can have small pets that are not usually really bad with arthritic issues, but they may be overweight and that can really put a lot of stress on the joints and that can cause early arthritic issues. So it's not just more large working breed dogs. There's no one size fits all for arthritis. And the age can span from that just, you know, just congenitally born with not great joints. Um, so definitely being on the lookout from an early age. And we always recommend that bare minimum when your pet becomes older in age that they get on some kind of joint supplement to stop the progression. But definitely at a younger age, just being aware of what symptoms and signs to look for. And that quiz will help you go through all that. Well, Monica, this is great advice, great website to go to, very helpful, and it's also a great tool to help us to kind of present what are the issues are in a very organized manner with our vets, because you're right, this isn't something that ever can't be cured, but it could help to make things a little easier and the symptoms, uh, alleviate the symptoms a little bit. Having three dogs with arthritis, I totally understand. So thank you so much. It's very, very valuable information. Thank you. And even though this app is for dogs, just briefly with our kitty friends, even though they don't have an app, if you are noticing your cat not jumping up as much as it used to or just slowing down or walking kind of lower to the ground, arthritis in older cats is something that is almost always overlooked because it's not talked about as much. And arthritis in cats can be a very painful thing as well. So just did not want to forget to mention our kitties in there. And um, even though there's not an app for the kitties yet, Definitely, you know, remember to talk to your veterinarian um, when you're in for your yearly visits or however often you're in about your cat slowing down with age. Well, that's great. And so for both dogs and cats, even though it's a canine presentation, I think that if people use it and it's something that we should be observing in our dogs and our cats anyway, as they get older or even, as you said, if they may be a little overweight or whatever could be helping to cause this. It's 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 better to be ahead of it than to catch it when it's too late. So I thank you very much. This is great, great information as usual. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. We'll be back in just a moment. Hello, everyone. Susan Marie and Miss Olive here to tell you about the award-winning three-book series, The Doggy Diva Diaries. It is a trilogy of heartwarming and inspirational stories about Miss Olive, a lonely little rescue pup, hoping to find her forever family and friends and a life filled with love. 
In this series, Ms. Olive learns that it doesn't matter what you look like on the outside, it's the kindness and love you have on the inside that counts. Available at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and other online booksellers. And please visit us at thedoggydiva.com for more information. Thank you, everyone. Coming up, are you concerned about your pets being outside in the winter? Stay with us. We've got some answers for you. Molly, here's your dinner. (coughs) Zeus, that's not your food. Don't let that happen to your precious cat. Elevate your cat's eating experience with the Cat Tree Tray. The Cat Tree Tray keeps your cat's food off the floor and conveniently located on the cat tree. It's the perfect way to eat. It's a beautiful wrought iron tray that easily attaches to your cat tree and keeps dogs and other critters out of your cat's dish. A must for multi-pet households. There's a 6-inch tray for large bowls and a 4-inch tray for smaller bowls. Purchase your Cat Tree Tray today. Go right now to CatTreeTray.com. That's CatTreeTray.com. C-A-T-T-R-E-E-T-R-A-Y.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the Doggy Diva Show. Colorado-based Dr. Joe Myers is a licensed veterinarian with a background in emergency room care and a specialized interest in pet behavior, as well as skin, ear, and allergy issues among dogs, along with end-of-life issues. She works as a pet health expert answering pet owners' questions on Just Answer. And we are so happy to have Dr. Myers with us today to share some safety tips to help pet parents Keep your pets happy and safe during the cold winter weather. Welcome, Dr. Myers, to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm happy to be here. Well, we're kind of like in the midst of the winter months right now, but you know what? We still have to take our dogs out. We still have to deal with the elements. So how, as pet parents, how can we keep our pets protected from like the freezing temperatures and the elements when we have to take them out? I want to let you know, to start with, that this weighs more heavily on a lot of pet parents' minds than it actually does on our pets. Most pets are pretty well adapted to be able to cope with freezing temperatures. So if you've got a robust, larger breed, hairy coat, there's almost nothing to worry about, especially for short trips outside. You can even still go outside for long walks in below zero weather with your hardy breeds like, you know, a golden retriever or something like that. But when you're talking about a tiny chihuahua or a little French bulldog, it's more important to keep these concerns on your mind. And the general rule is to let your dog set the pace, follow your dog's lead. If your dog is eager to be out, eager to be playing, um, you can rest assured your dog is comfortable. But if your dog is standing there looking at you like, help me, help me, and picking (laughs) one foot at a time up off the ground, I'm sure some of our listeners have have seen that, then you can you can draw the conclusion that they're uncomfortable and they'd rather be inside. 
Now, when we have to go out and we walk our pets, there's a lot of places have the de-icing, whether it be in the street or on our sidewalks or maybe even in our driveways. And that chemical can be toxic to pets. What toxic is it? And is there any symptoms that we could look for in case our pets did ingest it? Because I mean, they could even get it by like licking their paws or it's on their hair or something. You're exactly right. This is a concern. Um, pets are exposed to the harmful chemicals and de-icing materials two different ways, either by direct contact with the skin or by eating it. Regardless of how the exposure occurs, the critical thing is how much of it was there, particularly based on the size of the dog or how sensitive the dog is. So a little bit, no worries. You really only have to con be concerned about it when it starts to be a larger amount, either you know caught up in the skin between the toes or actually ingested. Um, if, if a dog is exposed to a large amount of it, between the toes, especially if it gets in there and stays in there for a while because of snowballs or ice balls forming up in there, or if your dog has really hairy feet, or if your dog thinks it tastes great and actually like consumes a pile of it, that's when we really get into trouble. So things to look for when it comes into contact with the skin are redness, irritation, swelling, even scabby sores can develop, but at least it's easy to prevent that just by making sure to clean your dog's feet when you come inside. Or if it's unavoidable for your dog to have to walk through a large amount of it, that's definitely a time for wearing booties. You may not know if your dog has ingested snowmelt just because of the signs that causes are similar to the signs you see anytime your dog eats something he shouldn't have. You're going to see vomiting, appetite loss, and if it's just a run-of-the-mill upset stomach where your dog throws up and then goes back to playing, having a normal energy level and appetite, you're never going to know because it will have come and gone because it was mild before it ever became a, a concern. But the chemicals in snowmelt can cause more than a run-of-the-mill upset stomach if a dog eats enough of them, particularly based on the dog's size. And then you're going to know because your dog has a lot of vomiting. You know, he's been vomiting over hours or the better part of a day. And you can tell he just doesn't feel well. And that's when you know you need to seek veterinary care. Well, and while we're talking about chemicals, can you tell us about the dangers of antifreeze? Because obviously in the cold weather, cars need antifreeze. And sometimes our pets like the smell, the, the, the taste, whatever. What are the dangers if, uh, to our pets with antifreeze? really glad you're asking about antifreeze because that one is a really big concern. When we talk about these other things like harsh temperatures and snow melt, it takes a significant amount before a dog is going to get into trouble. But antifreeze is in a category of its own because it doesn't take much. It's really lethal. And once a dog is sick and showing signs of antifreeze toxicity, the chances for successful treatment are really small. So it's a nightmare. And that's why we've got to rely on prevention and being conscientious with not allowing our pets exposure to antifreeze. Use caution when changing, flushing, filling antifreeze in your vehicles. Don't leave pools of it around on surfaces where it's spilled and where a dog will find it. Because if a dog finds it, a dog or even a cat will lick it up mm -hmm. because it's sweet. It yeah. smells like Kool-Aid to them. And um, they will they will consume whatever they find. 
and it just doesn't take a very large amount. A dog or cat who has ingested antifreeze is expected to become very sick relatively quickly, you know, within an hour for sure, if not sooner. And you won't have any doubt in your mind that your pet is very sick. They will be vomiting, weak, collapsing, and you need to get emergency care as quickly as possible. That's a bad one. So yeah, prevention is key. One more question I had just before we go further is I have short hair pets. So we actually live in the South, but we travel to New York a lot. And when I take mine out up in the cold, they're not that we're out for long periods of times, but sometimes it could be really, really cold of like frostbite or some sort of something going on to their, whether it be their ears, their nose, their little pads. How concerned should pet parents be? And is there a time when you're keeping them out maybe a little too long? You know, my answer to this question might make me sound a little bit old and crusty, (laughs) but I do want to let people know that most of the time, um, things like coats and booties and hats are for the benefit of the owner and not the benefit of the... (laughs) (laughs) I love them. Super cute and fun. (laughs) And I'm a sucker for anything with antennas with eyeballs on top. I just love it. I absolutely love it. for the amount of time that you're most commonly at with your pet for a short walk, for exercise, or to eliminate, um, they're not going to lose their body heat super fast. Our dog's body temperature is naturally higher than our own by quite a bit. A dog's normal body temperature is around 101 or 102 degrees Fahrenheit. So they're better suited for being out in the cold than you or I are, even if they are a smaller dog, a short-haired dog. And so they don't really need it. And you can rest assured that once your dog is starting to be uncomfortable um, with cold temperatures, he will act uncomfortable. He will come to you for comfort, you know, want to be picked up, that type of thing. But if, you know, your, your pet is playing and eager to be active and involved in whatever's going on, let them do it. And keep in mind that that activity really generates a lot of heat. So, um, I'm not going to start to worry until a dog is forced to stand outside and be inactive in the cold, particularly if they cannot get out of the wind. Right. And that's a whole other story. With all of these potential dangers, with all of these concerns that pet parents have about their pets, they like to call, they like to get answers. We're very fortunate. We have you on with us right now. Can you tell the listeners about Just Answer? Just Answer is a technology company that is revolutionizing the way we access information from professionals across a wide variety of fields. So on the website, justanswer.com, you can uh, relatively quickly receive answers from, you know, not only healthcare people like veterinarians and human doctors, but also electronics technicians auto repair, legal experts, you know, home heating systems, all of that. And the platform is just a, a connection place where um, any anybody with a question can reach out to an expert in a particular field. So just like someone posting a question, I'm essentially a user on the platform, um, except I logged in on this side to answer questions instead of ask them. And Just Answer does their due diligence with verifying the credentials of the experts they can connect people to. And you can chat you know, through the chat feature on the platform 
or even arrange for a live phone call. I want everyone to know that you are one of the experts that are affiliated with JustAnswer.com. So what you've shared with us today is people could see that you obviously, they're, they're bringing in great experts because you know what it is that you're talking about. Where's our concern as animals, they have like all different venues that they're answering there. So for you, where can the listeners go to learn more about you and your work? Right. Um, they can go to vetster.com, which is a veterinary telehealth platform. And so uh, we know that pet parents out there would love for veterinarians to meet them where they are at home and in real time. Um, instead of the difficulty of booking an appointment weeks out and having to go through the stress of going to the vet. And so we are working to um, add that as another tool to the toolbox for helping pet parents take the best care of their pets possible. And that, especially in these times, what a great tool to have in the toolbox. So um, I thank you for all that. And I thank exactly. you for, for being our guest today and for sharing some really important information and uh, tips to help keep our pets safe during the cold weather. And also thank you for sharing information about Just Answer and Vetster. Again, that's JustAnswer.com and Vetster.com. So Dr. Myers, thank you so much. We really appreciate your insight and your professional uh, opinion on all of these questions. You are very welcome. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to talk about these important things. It's our pleasure. Thank you so much. We'll be back in just a minute. Take a bite out of your competition. Advertise your business with an ad in Pet Life Radio podcasts and radio shows. There is no other pet related media that is as large and reaches more pet parents and pet lovers than Pet Life Radio. With over 7 million monthly listeners, Pet Life Radio podcasts are available on all major podcast platforms. And our live radio stream goes out to over 250 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, Odyssey, TuneIn, Stitcher, and other streaming apps. For more information on how you can advertise on the number one pet podcast and radio network, visit PetLifeRadio.com slash advertise today. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. We would like to thank our guests this week. And also, as our doggy divas always say, please love your pets because they love you unconditionally. And please remember to adopt, foster, spay, neuter, and microchip. And as always, please have a great Diva Week, everyone. That's all for this episode of The Doggy Diva Show. To find out more, go to our website, thedoggydiva.com. Also, find us on our Facebook page, The Doggy Diva Show, and tell your fellow dog lovers about it. Don't miss Susan Marie, Miss Olive, and The Doggy Divas right here for the next episode. See you again soon. Don't miss Susan Marie, Miss Olive, and the Doggy Divas right here for the next episode. See you again soon. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.